well because our fiscal year is june to july we're in review period right now and mm-hmm. you have to request feedback from people and then people request feedback from you you know you're supposed to ideally request feedback from different types of people that you work with your manager then reviews that feedback and like gives an evaluation so i have two direct reports so i have to do that for the first time this year i feel like they just crept up on me and i have like to do my self-review and a ton of feedback but i've been getting feedback and it's been so nice nice i'm like wow i am feel like i am working hard and i have grown a lot in the past year so it's really nice to see like a lot of positive feedback so it's real nice to see that i've been living my truth and also i'm getting these reviews back and i'm like can i like post these to like i need to like print them out they're just v9 literally though right that should be a thing we don't do reviews that intense as you know only like when you're like in a special career development program do they do it like that but i had to give my first reviews my first direct report review last year and it was so hard yeah and he like had just started so i was like you're doing a great job at doing the job like good job learning it so quickly like congratulations and then one of them i literally came back from maternity leave in january and then they still made me submit my self-assessment for the year prior in like february and i was like you want me to remember six months ago I don't know what I did two months ago. You want me to review myself? I'm like, this is the hardest thing possible. What do you mean? Yeah, that would be hard. Yeah, but I mean, you were away. But in general, normally, ours has like a three-question kind of thing we answer that helps frame the review. So it's like we're responding to something, which is helpful. And then people review, give us feedback, and then our managers review like all those things. So. It would be so nice to get outside feedback. Even as the person reviewing, I feel like it would make it easier for me because I only interact with my direct report in one type of situation. Yeah. So, like, what is it like from all sides? Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I always request feedback from, like, all the different teams that I work with. I usually request feedback because I do want to know how I'm doing, like, how I can grow because I obviously want to do my job as best to the best of my ability and support the team. So, and I feel like if I do really want to lead, which I am trying to get into really more of a lead, I'm already in a leadership role, but advance in that role. I need to lead by example. So I've been doing that. I feel like I've been doing that. I feel like my reviews speak for themselves. And that is a part of the navigating this kind of hierarchy of corporate America, especially in like advertising, the digital advertising world. I feel like TV world. It's lots of politics. Being in yourself for sure, but still like acknowledging that there are politics at the end of the day, you know? It's very confusing. I was explaining that to my direct report the other day. He was like, I did not realize all of this. And I was like, yeah, me neither. So I'm just passing down the political knowledge <laughs> here um, because I think you might need it. So I'm not only trying to teach you how to do your job. I'm trying to teach you how to, to like navigate. play the field as well. Yes, yes. It's like it's like telling your kid that Santa doesn't exist a yeah. little bit. Like yeah, these yeah. people aren't all actually nice to you because they want to be. Yeah, they're trying to like get your subconscious vote. Yes, not everyone has your best interest in mind, and you yes. need to consider that before you ally. <laughs> you align and, with them, and also like sometimes 
you should say no. Like, yes, early in your career, it's great to say yes, 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 and, like, learn. But also, there's a time to say no. Also, there's a time even when you're earlier in your career, if you feel uncomfortable or you feel like you really don't, like, it's just something you don't want to do, can't do, can't take on. Say no. Because you're, you say yes, you know, and then you're, you can't handle because it can be depending on what the ask is emotionally taxing or whatever it is you know then you're like in a pickle because you're like you said yes but you really didn't want to do it and then and you got to deliver on it and you have to like see it all the way through in there uh one or one or two times for sure i feel like probably i've definitely said yes too many times i think a subtle career move before you're like playing the ladder use your vacation days like, read your employee manual. Yeah, Learn for sure. what, like, the vacation days are, what your PTO is. Take some time for yourself. Like, say yes to things because, yeah. like, you want to learn, but you also need to, like, Take mentally recharge. Take your days. Most employers, maybe they'll carry them over. Like, my employer carries over, let's carry over five to the next year. But we have to use them within the first, like, three months of the year. Same. So then you have to remember that. But then some employers don't let you carry them over. Sometimes like your sick days accrue. Sometimes you you it's use them or you lose them within the year. So definitely something recommended. And on the really awesome side, I've heard some employers pay out unused vacation days. They do. And BC paid oh actually, was it them? Maybe my other employer paid out my vacation days that were left. So I had some left and I got the extra paycheck and that was really nice. Not just when you leave, but also, like, year to year. Sometimes they'll pay them back. Oh. What is this secret agent business going on over there? I don't know. But I want in on that, too. For real, though. I mean, my sick days accrue. I can accrue up to, like, 60, I think, or 40. Something around there. I need to look it up. That's crazy. Yeah. That's, like, a lot. Oh, it's a ton. ton. I'm, I'm I'm accruing, currently accruing it right now, and I'm, like... Rainy day, hopefully for when I'm pregnant in like a year or two. I'll have this whole extra time I can take. So I'm strategically planning it. Um, but obviously a lot still of taking do that. they need to. Um, what else about making career moves? I mean, we have definitely also managing up. I feel like I learned that the hard way a lot. When you're new and entry level, obviously there are people there to teach you your job, teach you the ropes, even as you're like progressing. But like for me nowadays too, I'm like, how can I make my manager's life easier? You know, like yeah. obviously still ask for help, but not like totally have this person do the thing I need to do. That's my task because that doesn't make their life easier. No. So I feel like that is something not all people, I feel like people learn at different stages in their career sometimes, but I would have loved to like understand that concept earlier. Yeah, I think I really struggled with that for a while. (laughs) No, I totally did. I 100% did. For sure. I mean, we were both assistants, but also still doing project work and for me personally, yeah, sometimes I'd be like, well, I have some priorities of my own. (laughs) Yeah. I, like, sometimes forget, too, like, that we did a lot more than most assistants do because, like, we were talking the other day and I was like, no, assistants totally do that. And they were like, no, that's not their role. And I was like, 
Wow, I was just really doing so much stuff. Like, I just said yes to everything. I was like, oh, oh yeah. you need help mailing things? Sure, I'll figure that out. Of course, I'll order a messenger service for you, person not on my team or my <laughs> boss. I can help you with that, of course. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we were like coordinators. I mean, I feel like I was a girl's project manager. I was like four different people in one. But yeah, thriving nonetheless. three people to replace you. <laughs> <laughs> like... Let's be real. It's taken two to replace me. This is true. Sometimes I think to myself, if I like really wanted a cush gig and yes. they could guarantee me like a certain amount of money, I, well, I, I think I could be in a, a terrific executive assistant. But part of me also now is just like I have my own passions and I can't like manage someone else's life. I couldn't, you know, because when you sometimes when you're at that, you just level, get like, so bored. That's what my problem was. I was like, this is so boring. I think I could use a boring job that paid me a shit ton of money, so I, I could spend the rest of my mental capacity focusing on my passions. I'll take it. Yeah, Sign but like being up. bored is tiring too. Like it's not even like you're no. bored and you leave work feeling like. Can you imagine getting paid a lot of money to do a little bit of work? And then having all those extra hours to do other passion projects and work because you are getting paid to do something that's like, oh, it only takes you two hours to do. Now, I love suffering and working oh, no, extra no, hard no. for a little bit of money. I don't know what else I would do. I would do without having lived that existence. Like, how will I know the value of a dollar and appreciate a hard day's work? Two different mindsets now. I'm at the point where I'm like, no, I oh my god, hard. I love I know nothing more than to do nothing with my life. And like, as much as I fight the idea of being a stay-at-home mom, it's mainly because like I won't be a wealthy stay-at-home mom. I'll be a stay-at-home mom that's like, we're eating pasta and sauce tonight for dinner because we're living on one paycheck and can't afford to order in every night. Like, I don't want to be that kind of stay-at-home mom. I want to be the stay-at-home mom that rents a beach house in Nantucket. And goes there for the summer with my kids instead of staying in my hot apartment. Yeah, this is true. But on the flip side, you could be the state of mom making pasta at night, but also living out her passion and side, like, you know, doing her thing and being inspired and, you know, content. Yeah. That's a lot of work. Because you have time. It's hard to, like, find the mental capacity after dealing with kids all day. Like, I could never be a teacher. Ever. They're draining. It'll get easier. Yeah, it'll get easier. And like, especially if you send your kids to school, like it's great. <laughs> career move, career move for women because it's very important and hard to find. As you're starting to look at jobs, think about what also their maternity leave is. Like it seems like a backwards way to think about things and like women are progressive and like have a place in the workforce. Yes. But also you want to sometimes be able to spend that time with your baby. So you have to consider that when you're looking at places, like don't leave a place with a good maternity leave if you're trying to get pregnant that year. Like stick around and yeah. get the good maternity leave. Yeah, as long as the work isn't like totally a detriment yeah. here. But for sure, that's really Like if you're trying to leave for more money, maybe just like stick it out for the maternity leave. I don't know what mine is, but I'm hoping it's good. I feel like every time someone gets pregnant and they go on maternity leave, they're gone for six months. So, uh, assuming that's going to be the norm for me, too. You're like, where are you going? How do you afford this? 
Um, Those are also yeah. the questions to ask sometimes if you like find a trusted older person, older employee, ask them the dirty secrets. Ask them how maternity leave works because everyone's super confusing. Ask them how strict people are on days off. Like, do we hold true to the amount of days that we get or is it like flexible by like two or three? See what the deal is. See how like chill the team is about like sick days. Or like coming in a little later if you know you don't need to be there because you don't have any meetings and obviously you can do work. Maybe you work from home for a part of the morning. Yeah, like try to keep your ideal like kind of like work I don't want to say work-life balance, but just like how would you like to work? Try to suss that out by just asking questions because everyone works differently, you know? Look at the that. employee where you're like, they've got a sick setup. What What's the deal? Can I have that setup too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and in negotiating for your job, you can negotiate for specific types of equipment that you want sometimes. Like, for instance, I requested a MacBook Pro for a computer because I knew sometimes their default is to do sometimes companies give out PCs and I was like no 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 so, I would never work on a company with a PC again I never so, have but it's against my it's against my principles yeah I feel like they do still do that so I was like please Mac please we're starting to like heavy push apples now like you have to like specifically request and like get an override to get a MacBook now. Oh. Yeah, it's interesting. Legal. It's because they're yeah. expensive. Okay, well, like, we don't have the money. I saw this couple on TikTok that took, like, a semi-private plane, where it's, like, a private plane, but a bunch of people split it. So it was $1,800 each. Ooh, that's not bad. Where? Well, it depends on where they went. How, like, how far they went. Um, I don't know. I wasn't paying attention to that part. Actually, 18. Okay. The length for me matters because if there was, it was some like short ass, like low, like 30 minutes, like I'd be like, that's a lot of money to pay for 30 minute helicopter ride. No, no, I feel no. like it was San Fran to Vegas because it was short enough where I was like, was that really necessary for like a private plane? But also, like, okay. Okay, you you got money for a private plane. Like, I respect your decisions. Like, I have not made career moves enough to be flying in a private plane. Casually, yeah. Me neither. I'm getting there, though. So are you. Casually. I'm going to take first class tickets to Europe this time. Can't wait. Are you actually? I think so. I have to look into it. I actually just said that. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Live my dream for me, please. I I spoke to someone and they said, like, their biggest regret in anything they did for their wedding was that they did not book themselves first class tickets to their honeymoon. They were like, we splurged all of this money on our wedding for, like, appetizers or flowers or candles or whatever. And we couldn't splurge those extra few thousand dollars on ourselves. And, like, yeah. a nice experience for us. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. You know what? Yeah. I feel that. Yeah. It's just so for background, everyone, when Rose got married, it was during COVID. Things were getting better. But you, Rose is also pregnant. So I feel like it wasn't the most opportune time to go on vacation, especially with, like, COVID and Rose being pregnant and just, you know, everything. So she is finally going on our honeymoon. It's been a couple of years since she's been married. I said to my mom, I was like, you know, for our second anniversary, and she looked at me dead in the face and went, your third, 
You'll be married three years. It's and I was like, three years? News to me. Yeah, it'll be three years this year. Interesting. It's like it feels that long, but doesn't. Yeah. Because, like, everything stood still. So you're like, it It was probably that long ago, but, like, what did I do after that? Like, what was the next things I did? I guess yeah. not, like, three years worth of stuff. You were pregnant. Then you had a baby. And then it was COVID again, so. Who's complaining? I got first-class ticket money now. Right? I didn't have that when I planned my wedding originally. She did not. She's made some career moves and she is continuing to grow and ask for things that you know you deserve because no one's going to willingly give them to you. Nobody owes you anything. So I'm glad you're taking your life in your own hands. Thanks. However, I am pretty excited to have like my first year in a couple years that I haven't had a promotion and be able to like actually just settle in to like what I do and not have to learn new things for like a third year in a row because that's always super crazy yeah you know what I always struggle with on my year in reviews is like things I need to work on because I feel like I'm pretty great and yeah could I improve yeah am I still great as I am also yes so I need to work on pushing myself yeah I would say for me, I know I'm really, really great at my job. Seeing people give feedback has been really helpful. But in general, I try to think sometimes when I'm like doing these reviews, I think back on like any like friction or like pain points or instances I've had maybe with someone and then see like kind of, okay, where was I coming from or, you know. Be self-aware enough to be know that I can be certain way. Like, really think about how I'm, like, interacting with the team. To think about things that I think, oh, maybe this is actually a pattern. And maybe I can add that to my, like, kind of, like, list of things that I can improve. You know? Work on next year. Like, the following year. Like, last year, I, like, realized, oh, I, like, kind of hadn't built a lot of relationships with people that I worked with. Like, especially senior people I work with day to day. And I tried to start doing that obviously organically but you know making conscious efforts but that's my whole two cents on you trying to as you push yourself to keep in mind you know yeah just gotta keep growing keep looking at new ways to find improvements and also find what you need to improve on for sure don't be afraid of it embrace it everyone's a work in progress even your boss it seems like they've got it totally together they don't they told me oh 100 percent. yeah i can attest to that being someone who does manage well like two people i feel like when we i have meetings with them i like to all of the whatever i'm feeling gets put at the door and i'm like trying to be present for them you know our one-on-one time is not for me to fully vent to them you know it's for them to talk to me and to learn it's definitely hard it is. But it's worth it. The growth is definitely worth it. I also try very hard with my direct report because, like, part of that used, part of what used to frustrate me while learning is everything felt like it had to be done exactly the way everybody else was doing it. And that's a little bit of the culture that we, like, were started in. Like, people would draft my emails for me so that it sounded exactly the way that it was supposed to. And, like, I try very hard with my direct report to remember, like, each and every person has their own way of doing the job. As long as they're hitting the key points, it doesn't matter. 
how they get there. Well, I mean, it does. Like, you can't be an absolute terrible person and, like, curse at people. But it's also, like, a reminder for yourself where if you're, like, I don't think this part of the process suits me or the way it's, like, acted, I should find my own way to approach it. Like, how do I want this to happen? Yeah, that's a great observation and, like, way to go about it. Okay, look at you, spend some wisdom. Dr. Rose back for another special episode. And as silly as it sounds, it's also helpful to take outfit, like, and clothing cues from your coworker. Like, we worked with the producer that wore Converse every single day, and I was like, "That's that's the that's the sign I needed that it is okay that I too, in fact, wear Converse every day and love a good pair of sneakers." And everybody can also just outwardly appear differently and as they want. Yeah, I love that. I uh, I pretty much wear whatever I want to the office as long as it's work appropriate. I'm like, yellow. Here I am. I'm going to feel stylish today. Now I'm using it as like a whole like day. A whole outfit. I'm like, I'm going to move the house today. It's a special day today. It's a whole that ordeal. That works whole life. I get to go outside for once. Alone, unsupervised. The so world odd. still exists. Yeah, for real though. I was going to say, it's it's crazy to see the perspective that you get as you get older when we're not even that old. So it's exciting to, to think about. We did. We did make lots of great points and lots of good tips shared. So really, and I think also applicable at different stages so tips like managing up like that's kind of something you do most of your career if you're working in a corporate setting especially you're typically managing up unless you're the president yourself or like the ceo but even then sometimes you're managing up to the investors so and if you're the president you're managing the other states yeah for sure which are departments (laughs) in the corporate world (laughs) all right well this is the no, end of our. This is the end of the episode. This is the end of the mini series. Mini series, yeah. Four and done. We out. Mic drop. Bye. <laughs> Music and editing done by Marco. You can find him at midnight. M I D. N-I-T-E underscore mind eight zero on Instagram for more of his work.